Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the Living Cozy Podcast. I am your host, Brandy J. Today is April 6th, 2020. And uh, first and foremost, I want to just put out a prayer for those, actually all of us, because we're all affected by this coronavirus going around. Um, I really definitely want to put out a special, special, special prayer for those that are directly affected by it, those who actually have the virus or family members that have the virus. I want to say a special prayer um, because this is not a joke and it's so many people dying. Nobody really knows what's going on. It's very scary. It reminds me of a crazy movie or a nightmare. It just doesn't feel real. And one day... I found myself crying about it because one, I'm emotional and two, it's just like all these stories are being put out and it's like all these people where it's like that was a mother, that was a father, that was a brother, a sister, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's real people and people are really dying and it's just really sad. So I just want to just shine some light on those people and to let everyone know that it's going to be okay. It is going to be okay. We got God. God got us. Just stay positive and use this time to either relax or be proactive in something and be productive and just really get to know yourself like I am. So with that being said, I am back. I know it's been a hot minute, y'all. It's been a long, 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 long time since I've recorded a podcast. But I'm back, and I'm happy to be back. Um, Shout out to, I don't even know who motivated me to do this. Maybe it's just me sitting in my office. I haven't sat in my office in a long time. And I just saw the mic, and I was like, yo, you need to make a podcast. So I guess that was God telling me to really hop on there and use your voice. So I'm back. Um, I'm changing things up a little bit with this episode, or actually with my, I think I'm still in season one. I might be, I'm going to change this to season two because we are in a different season for real. Like I'm a whole different person than I was when I recorded my last episode. So welcome to season two, episode one. Um, I want to let you guys know that I have four different segments. I'm still kind of playing around with it. So for these segments, I want to have a music segment. I want to have an advice column. I want to have a Twitter segment and I want to have a story time. So um, y'all know I love me some music. Y'all know I make different playlists. If you aren't following me on Apple Music, you might as well do so. Everything is going to be in the description. Um, So with music, I want to just basically talk about everything that I've been listening to and just the different feels and emotions I feel from it because there's so much music that have been like very impactful for me or to me so I want to talk about that the advice will be I think I'm gonna go ahead and go on Instagram and just talk about you know or ask people you know what type of advice would they like me to give them that of course I'm not a professional of course so obviously don't ask questions about medical stuff or stuff that I don't know nothing about and I'm not a you know what's it called I'm not a a shrink or something so don't expect some professional professional advice I'm just gonna let you guys know what works for me and my opinion on things I would say I'm a pretty fair person and I won't steer you wrong so if you have any advice whether it's business advice if I have the answer I'm willing to share um 
Twitter, I like to retweet and like certain tweets. And usually it's something motivational, something that encourages me, inspires me. So I'll definitely be sharing a few tweets with you guys. And also, while we're on Twitter, make sure you guys follow me at underscore brandy j underscore i pretty much tweet positivity and you know i try to steer away from super 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 personal things because i just have this thing in the back of my head where it'd be like girl don't nobody care that you about to eat some chicken and asparagus nobody care about what you about to eat (laughs) so i try to stay away from those personal tweets so if you're really looking for something motivational uplifting that type of timeline or whatever then go ahead and follow me again if you missed the name it's going to be in the description um and then a story time um i have a really good story time for today um it's definitely motivational it's encouraging it's inspiring so make sure you guys stay tuned for that later on in this podcast episode um what else okay so yeah that's pretty much what is going on i'm so excited to be back so excited (laughs) so excited to be back on the podcast i missed you guys i hope you guys missed me if you are not subscribed to this podcast go ahead and do so it's literally going to take 2.5 seconds and go ahead and give your girl a five star rating because why not Okay, so moving forward, I want to get into these segments. The first one I'm going to start with is the story time. So the story time that I wanted to talk about today is where I kind of got my start, my career start, and what I had to go through, and all the no's, and discouragement, and just when I was really at my lowest point, I was just becoming an adult. I had just graduated. I was still staying with my dad, and my sisters, and my stepmom. And I was living in the basement, um, really didn't have a lot of room. Like it was just, it was becoming overwhelming because I'm a young lady. I'm an, not even a young lady. Like I'm an adult at this point. Like I'm, hold on, hold on, maybe because I was just entering into grad school. Well, I hadn't started grad school yet, but I was pretty old. <laughs> I would say I was an adult who needed their own space. But the thing was, I had just graduated undergrad and I went straight I went straight from undergrad to getting my master's or you know being in grad school so there was no breaks or anything so uh, I was struggling with everything for like yes my parents are pretty well off and no I'm not spoiled I had to work for everything I have now my macbook Every computer I have, my phone, my cars, everything I ever got, I literally manifested it all. I would write down things that I wanted and needed, and I would put it in my notes. And as I got them, I worked for them, I would check them off. That's what I do now. So I would literally have like $5 to my name at one point. Um, Sometimes my dad did help, though. I'm not even going to cap. Like, he did help me sometimes. But a lot of the times, you know, I had to just sit in the house. I I couldn't go out with my friends. I couldn't do nothing because I didn't have no money. I didn't have no job straight out of college. Like, my job was at Cleveland State when I went to school there. So when I finished, you know, with school there, I finished with my job. So I went through the whole process of looking for jobs and just being told no you 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 know you you aren't qualified for this you can't t- you can't do this job and you know just little stupid stuff and i was going to different 
interviews and I was getting told no just rejection after rejection after rejection and I wasn't used to that because I feel like I charm people when I go to interviews and I was so used to the interviews where it really does it's not like a corporate job you know what I'm saying like I've gotten jobs every job I ever had I never really had to do like a full-on interview it was literally like oh we like you we like your personality you're hired so it was definitely like (laughs) a game a game changer when I um was going on these different interviews for these huge companies um fortune 500 companies just crazy crazy companies and I was thinking like I didn't have to do the work I was just thinking oh I could just charm the socks off these people and little did I know you know I was in for a rude awakening so it wasn't until I got denied this position at my stepmom's old job and I really 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 wanted this job because I knew several people that worked there one of my closest friends worked there and I just knew I knew I was gonna get the job just because of my connects I was like I already got this my dad went as far as to buy me an outfit from Banana Republic y'all know that's my store if you didn't now you know that's my store for my work clothes I love Banana Republic so he bought me a whole outfit like from like the shirt the skirt the blazer, shoes. He bought it all. Like When I tell you he was about ready for me to get out that house, I was too. <laughs> but no, I think he was more so. He didn't like, I don't think he was like thirsty for me to get out the house because he's actually really clingy. I think it was more so him being excited about the actual job that, that you know, I could have had. So, you know, I'm getting dressed up for the job. I tried to prep a little bit, but I, I could have did way better. Like I didn't prep as much as I should have. Got to the interview And when I tell y'all, I bombed the interview so bad. Like, he stopped in the middle of the interview because he asked me, like, what I knew about the company and just, you know, and I was trying to BS it. Like, I was not being real. I was not being genuine about it. It was just like, oh, like, he being for real. Like, I was just like, oh, God, I cannot charm this man. So he stopped in the middle of the interview and he was just like, I'm going to be honest with you it's not going well. Like, I'm not gonna hire you. You know, basically, in so many words, he said that. And then it was so crazy, because the interview was so many hours long. And I interviewed with like, 12 different people. They bought me lunch. Like, I really thought I had a job because I'm like, oh, they got me interviewing with all these different people. They buy me lunch. This is my job. I already knew it. So I wasn't even nervous for some reason. Well, I was nervous. But like, I just felt like I had it. But then when he stopped me in my tracks, and was like, yo, you ain't it. I was like, wow. Like I was so hurt, but then I really appreciated him because shout out to, um, I think his name's Sean Paul. (laughs) Yeah. Sean Paul. Shout out to him because he actually took the time to help me. We actually stopped our session and we did mock interviewing. He was like, let me show you how to interview. And he literally mock interviewed me for a long time. And, you know, we linked on LinkedIn and everything. Like it was cool. It was on the flow after that. Like I was a pro. You know, I was a pro, interviewing pro. Like, I learned the right way to interview and get that job that I wanted. So, another interview came, and I honestly don't even remember applying for the job. I just was applying to so many jobs that summer. Everything was literally starting to, like, go all in one for real. Like, it just, I don't even know. So, I get a call from a lady. I actually got an email and then she called me and she's like, hey, would you like to come in, to, come in for an interview? And at this point, I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll just use it as, 
you know, help. I'll use it as a practicing mechanism or whatever. This isn't the real thing. Like, I'm like, I want to work for a big company. I want to work for Microsoft. I want to work for a big company. So I was going to use that as practice. So I went to the building. The building was nice. It was cool. You know, it was cool. So I interviewed with them and they told me how much they wanted to pay me. And then when I heard that, it was the most money I had ever, you know, I had ever been offered so I was like what to do this I get this oh it's on the flow and I wasn't nervous at all during the interview I told them like you know how they go with that question was one of your weaknesses I was honest and I said interviewing is one of my weaknesses because I feel like it's intimidating when it's really just a conversation of getting to know someone and their skills and qualifications and so I was just honest and she really liked me and I got a call a couple minutes a couple minutes at well, maybe like an hour after the interview and <laughs> HR was like hey Brandy do you want a job and I was like what so we were really happy about that. So, you know, after that happened, everything was literally like a domino effect. I moved out after a few paychecks and got my own place, got a new car, got a new computer. I was really doing it. But you know what it was, which is, you know, I want to wrap it up and tell you guys why I am where I am today is practice. And I didn't give up. Like I literally spent that whole summer mock interviewing and applying to jobs like I don't remember doing anything that summer I didn't do anything fun that summer you know and my mom was sick too so it's not like I was just out clubbing and you know doing typical 20 was I think I was 22 I wasn't doing typical 22 year old things like I was I was an adult like I was forced to be an adult fast and I'm not one of those people that can just you know mooch off other people and just be a bum because I not this girl I would not be nobody's bum okay I got goals, I got dreams, and I was not about to play with nobody. So I made it a, you know, I would spend eight hours out the day. Like I was actually going to work, but the only work I was doing was putting in work to get a job. Like I was looking on LinkedIn, looking on all these different websites and making my resume look good, like just doing things to really get that job that I wanted. And although, you know, I'm not at that first job that I got, it definitely molded me into the woman I am today because I learned so much and now I'm at a Fortune 500 company and I'm so excited about my journey. I just want you guys to know that don't get discouraged, don't get too comfortable and just know that you have to keep going. Every no does not mean you're not good. It's just it, it. you're not for them and they're not for you. And it's okay. I was discouraged. I cried. I was just so tired of being broke. I just was like, and I got, I bounced back fast though. Like I got out of school in May. I started my job in July, but let me tell you, I'm really hard on myself. Y'all like I'm really, really hard on myself. So those two months without paychecks were killing me. Like I'm, I've always worked. Even when I was in high school, I worked. I decided, okay, I love sports. I love softball. But my senior year, I was like, I ain't trying to be broke no more. I'm about to quit softball and I'm about to get a job. I got my first job my senior year. Stop playing. Was it senior year? Senior or sophomore or junior? One of those years I had, I got a job and I, it was on the flow after that. Like I just always have been working. So that little period of time where I wasn't working was killing me. And it was more effective because it was like, I'm grown and I want to do this with my friends. I want to go get some food. I want to do that. But I can't because I only got $5 to my name and I got to stretch this for two months. <laughs> but it all worked out. It always will work out. You just got to really 
Just enjoy the journey. Don't think too much about the destination. Cry a little bit if you have to, but wipe your tears and keep it pushing. Do what you got to do. You are not always going to be in the situation that you are in now. Always remember that. And that's good and bad. That's why you got to enjoy all the good times and enjoy all the bad times. Because I didn't have moments where, you know, when I was at the job, the job that I left to get to the job that I am now, I was over my job. Like, I just felt like I wasn't being... I don't know. I just feel like I wasn't getting paid my worth at that point because it was so much responsibility and, you know, new management came into play and I just was getting discouraged there. But I, you know what? I stayed praying. I stayed prayed up for sure. I made sure that I prayed. I made sure that I still looked around, made sure I was ready for interviews and, you know, ready to still charm. You know, I always keep that charm in effect, but also do your research when it comes to interviewing. Do your research on the company. Do your research on the position. Don't be BSing because they will call your bluff. Like, don't play crazy when it comes to interviewing. And that's what I thought at first. I thought I could just charm them just by my cuteness and just really by having a bubbly personality. But sometimes they really be wanting to know. And I remember... In the process of me looking for a new job, I applied to this other job. It's like one of the best, best companies to work for here. And I got an interview and I was like, oh my God, like I never thought I would have got an interview because honestly, I probably wasn't even qualified for it. I probably was. I probably was qualified now that I think about it, but I looked, I was so into this. I like, I called one of my girlfriends, um, shout out to Nika. I called her up and I was like, hey, can you mock interview me? I'm so nervous. I had the phone interview and, you know, I got on the phone interview and a couple of days later they were like, you know, you are not a, you know, we didn't select you in so many words or whatever. And I was so sad. Like I was so freaking sad. And I'm like, you know what, Brandy, you didn't been through this before. That just means that there is another door open for you. It's not that one. That, that company is not for you. That position is not for you. So just wait on a couple months later I got my dream job I mean it's not a dream job but it's you know it's a dream company for real like I love it and you know I'm happy I'm very happy where I am right now so that just goes to say to follow your heart and make sure you do not stay discouraged y'all do not stay discouraged just keep grinding out here it's gonna get better you gotta be told no eventually you're gonna come across that one yes and that's all that matters so I just want people to know my story and career wise and I'm not nowhere where I want to be like I'm trying to move out where I'm at now I'm trying to move out I'm trying to get me a nice condo like it's so much that I want to do I'm I'm not never satisfied that's the crazy part I'm forever grateful but I'm not always satisfied like I can't kick my feet up and be like all right it's so much stuff that I want to do like I'm so hard on myself like you guys do not understand like how hard I am on myself like I don't even know like it's sickening how hard I am on myself but I be trying to be relaxed and stuff but I want you guys to not feel overwhelmed just take everything a day at a time and take everything as a learning lesson don't be hard on yourself like I am on myself. That's something that I need to work on within myself. So just know that it's going to be okay. You're going to get that job you want. You're going to get everything you need, everything you want. Okay, so I hope that I could really motivate anyone out there with my story just to keep going no matter how many times you're being told no. All it takes is that one yes, and then after that, it's takeoff time. So let's move on to our next 
topic, which is advice. And I want to go ahead and get into relationship advice because I'm learning along the way. And it's like a lot of things that I'm learning in the past couple months that I want to share. Um, one thing that I learned, which I pretty much knew, but you know, when you know better, you do better. So obviously I was in a couple situations where I had to learn. Um, it's just not settling um, and not compromising your happiness or your morals and your goals for anyone. Um, because at the end of the day, it will end up really biting you in the behind. And that's not fun. And your feelings are all into it, your emotions. And don't nobody got time to be out here with a broken heart when we got too much stuff to be worried about like we out here trying to chase our dreams and goals like we not really trying to be out here heartbroken because then you laid up feeling bad for yourself and time is just moving but you standing still being stuck on whoever because they treated you a certain way and you're heartbroken so do not settle for one um i wanted to um read something from one of my favorite poets his name is R.H. Sin. I love him. I have every book he has ever written. He is amazing. And it makes it like everything he says about relationships and how you should know your worth. And it's so cliche to say, but it's like for real, like know your worth. Like stop settling for these females that ain't really up to your standards and all these dudes that, uh, that ain't up to your standards. But um, for him, he usually talks about um, how females should really you know, not subtle. And he empowers females. And that's dope. Like as a black man, it's kind of rare for a black man to really be going hard the way he goes hard for black females when it comes to relationships. So I seen this post that he recently put up the other day and I saved it and I just want to read a few things from it. So forgive me if I end up stumbling over my words because <laughs> I'm normal I guess I'm a human and sometimes I be tripping and I'm not editing this so this is straight this is this this is the whatever like I'm messing up right now like this is the um I guess rough draft but it's the real draft at the same time whatever okay so he put a post up that said types of men to avoid during and after self-quarantine so it's a lot of us in our feelings I'm not even going to say myself because I'm not really in my feelings. I just need to get out the house and like, I don't know, go running or something and I'll be happy and also get like my hair and stuff done. I'll be like, well, not even my hair, like my eyebrows, like you know, all that good stuff. I can control my emotions for real because what the only thing you can really do with somebody right now is text, call, FaceTime. Like you can't really be seeing them or whatever. And eventually you get tired of texting, you get tired of all of that. I can, I can text people and be still feeling them but anyways I can't get wrapped up like the way he's saying like don't be all up in your feelings it's a lot of people that's really like you know how you drink and you get in your feelings it's like the quarantine it's the alcohol people is in their feelings and they just don't know how to control their emotions they hitting up exes they hitting up people they shouldn't be hitting up toxic people so I love this post that he made types of men to avoid during and after self-quarantine the narcissist. Let's be honest. Most of the guys I've mentioned have a narcissistic na nature, but this guy in particular is the most sick of them all. He says he loves you, but treats you like he hates you. He claims to miss you, but rarely shows up. 
He says, sorry, but never intends to change his actions. This guy would rather see you in pain. This guy is the reason you're reading this now. Hmm. So if you know somebody like that, you talking to somebody like that, you're wasting your time with people like that. Check yourself. Cause that ain't it. That this the the narcissistic person is not it. And if you're a guy listening to this podcast and it's, it's females out here like this too, we're not even gonna pretend like females don't be out here playing crazy because they do. They do be out here playing crazy. So whoever, male or female, if you're in a situation where you feel like this person is with all these traits, you gotta go. Next one, the nighttime lame. Did you know that the mind is more successful? I cannot say this word. It'll also bear with me. Susceptible to emotional manipulation at night. This lame knows that will more than likely text you exclusively during the night when your mind is less likely to identify the BS. Y'all, get your mind right. They come out at night and that's when y'all be vulnerable, watching all those romantic flicks. Get it together. Don't fold. Stay 10 toes down. You got this. The confusing guy. I'm sure you know this guy really well. First of all, he's too weak to be upfront with you and his intentions or what he truly wants. He says he's not ready for a relationship, but wants you to treat him like your boyfriend. He goes on and on about how he's not ready, but he expects you to be exclusively available to him and his needs. Sis, I know you know him. He right there on your text thread. He's in your DMs. Like, what? We don't need no mixed signals. This is what we're doing now. When you get to know somebody, okay, say somebody's interested in you, right? They slide in a DM. Y'all exchange information. You know, you get to texting. Before y'all get into any talk about relationship, before y'all even like, after y'all, you know, get to know each other just a tad bit, you need to ask and be upfront. Yo, what is, what do you want? What do you want from me? Like, do you want to just be friends? Do you just want to be business partner? Like, what do you want? Because I'm not about to get confused. So let's just start being a little bit more upfront about what we want from other people. That way we can lessen the confusion and we ain't got to be out here playing. Oh, I wonder if he likes me. I don't know. What are we? Do we talk? Are we dating? What are we? Like, we don't got time for that. Just be upfront with your feelings. Like, if you if you DM me and we get to text, then I'm going to ask you what, what it is. Like, what's good? Period. Okay. Next is the I miss you text guy. To, bi- to piggyback on the nighttime texting lane, this guy also uses the midnight hour as his hunting grounds. Those I miss you text often arrived in the middle of the night where you'd be more susceptible <laughs> to it. The mood of the night sky coupled with any loneliness you may feel makes you the perfect prey for the lie that often is the I miss you text. This text usually comes from someone who shouldn't even have the capability to reach you. What? You miss me for a reason. You're not supposed to be in my life. Okay, you're not supposed to be here. So what are we going to do with that I miss you text? We're going to straight leave that thing on red, okay? We're going we gonna, we gonna to gonna purposely put our red receipts on. Like That's what we're going to do. The red receipts are on, okay? That's what we're going to do. Okay, this one's a long one, guys, so bear with me. The fix-me guy. Too often, good women find themselves trying to pursue a relationship with this guy who seems to have the potential to be good but struggles with the urge to act out in ways that have sent many women toward the door. 
Though there are men who struggle with doing the right thing, men who have intense and destructive struggles with being a good man, there are also men who play on a woman's ability to tolerate brokenness in hopes of being the one to change him and or fix him. You see, by now, a lot of men understand that sometimes a woman is more likely to fight a bit harder to encourage the change she wishes to see in a mate. Those men are aware that if they pretend to be broken or show a glimmer of hope in terms of them improving their behavior, that women will most likely stay a little longer. Hmm. Listen to me. Women, do not try to fix him. Do not do it. Don't do that. You hear me? If if he ain't what you want him to be in the beginning, he ain't going to be what you want him to be in the end. Okay? Don't try to fix something. Just get a brand. Just get something that's brand new already. Like, you don't need to be playing fixer-upper. This ain't Bob the Builder. Like, we ain't out here fixing dudes no more. Like, we're not doing that. If he don't fit that standard that you have, forget about it. Like, I don't care how cute he is. I don't care what school he went. If he has like a broken mentality, if he has that mentality where he just doesn't show any type of emotion, we don't want an emotionless guy, first of all. So we're not going for that. We're not going to try to change him. Stop trying to change these dudes. That's something I learned. You cannot change someone. They have to want to do it on their own because then it's going to come back to bite you in the behind and we off that. Again, stop fixing these dudes or trying to fix them. If they don't come fully, you know, equipped, then we're not messing with them. He says, let me make this clear. You are not obligated to fix anyone, especially a man who does not do anything but drain your energy and break your heart. How are you trying to fix that one person who only wants to break you? Let me read that again. How are you trying to fix the one person who only wants to break you? Wow. Wow. Let's let that marinate a little bit. All right, it's in your, it's in your system. Now you about to forget about fixing people. All right, cool. Let's move on. The can't communicate guy. This is a big one because a lot of a guy will literally have uh, all the traits that you want. But this one, the can't communicate guy. Listen, this seems to be. Hold on, let me start over because I got to get it together. Hold on, I'm a little excited about this one. Hold on. This seems to be of great frustration to a lot of you who are reading this now. Ooh, like me. Communication is an all-important tool in any relationship and without, things will crash and burn. This is the guy who doesn't call when he should text back when you reach out to him and has nothing to say when you express your deepest emotions to him. He runs away from real conversations about things he can't handle emotionally. It's like talking to a wall. No, it's like searching for the ocean in the desert. Whew. If you're a man and you're listening to this right now, please get your communication skills up it's very important if you got to go to barnes and noble amazon and find you a book on communication and how to communicate effectively do that because it's so important like not even just in relationships to be able to effectively communicate is very important in a job setting in any type of setting communication is so important i got my degree in (laughs) communications and it's just like it's so critical to know how to communicate but in a relationship how do you expect a relationship to thrive if one person doesn't want to communicate how they feel and then you're going to let everything 
freaking boil over and then it's just going to create this chaos that we don't need. We don't need no chaos in this world. Like it's just too much. So my thing is, if you're feeling some type of way, you don't have to immediately speak on it because sometimes our first emotion is anger. Somebody did something. Oh, I'm pissed. You're you're mad, right? You're mad. So you don't have to immediately communicate your feelings, but just think about it before you react and then communicate with that person. Yo, babe, I didn't like the way you talked to me earlier or babe, I didn't I don't like doing this, but I only do it because, you know, X, Y, Z. Like it's ways to communicate. It doesn't have to be harsh. You don't have to be angry. You don't have to be insensitive. Just communicate. And then he goes on to say, the problem with this particular guy is that his lack of communication is not a problem to him. And so since he doesn't see an issue with it, he's less likely to evolve. There's no room for change. His lack of communication can also be confusing. He is forcing you to try harder, which also makes it harder to leave because of the emotional roller coaster you experience when trying to be open with someone who gives you nothing in the form of communication in return deep okay the last one is the no feelings guy we don't we don't we not messing with nobody with no feelings like how you don't got no feelings how you don't got no feelings like what how how okay let me go into it he says i'm sure you've met him the one who tries to play it cool but tends to lose his cool whenever the thought of you moving on crosses his mind the guy who doesn't want to label the relationship and yet wants access to you as he was your boyfriend. Or sorry, as if he was your boyfriend. The one who refuses to define the relationship but expects you to waste your time on him. You know this guy, the one who claims to have no feelings but expects you to show him affection. The guy who claims to have no feelings despite having such a fragile ego. You can't call him your boyfriend because he wants to be free of the responsibility, but he expects you to act like his girlfriend in every way possible. DJ, run that back for me one time. You can't call him your boyfriend because he wants you to be free of the responsibility, but he expects you to act like his girlfriend in every way possible. Y'all, when I tell you this man, R.H. Sin, is preaching. If you guys don't follow him on Instagram, let me see. His Instagram is r.h.sin. Y'all, he is woke. He is woke and he really touches my soul. It's empowering. It's like, girl, if you don't read this, if you read this and then you get you a boyfriend that's like not A1, you tripping for real. Um, Because he be letting us know like this is this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what it is. And let me read you one more thing from him that is not about quarantining. But that like this ain't even the what I just read, even though he was pretty much pointing out during this quarantine, don't avoid. He's saying avoid these types of men. Avoid these types of men even after we're done quarantining. Like, this is not what we want. We don't want these type of dudes. So, dear woman. And, like, for real, like I said, girls be on the same wave. So, guys, if you're listening to this, I don't want to be on one side. I don't want to be biased or anything. So, you know, just replace everything I was saying with her or she. You know what I'm saying? The female pronouns. Like, we're not about to... Just pretend like women don't be out here doing that. I don't want to do that because I know women are like that too. So 
But for this specific post, he says, dear woman, you are not obligated to try for someone who never makes an effort. Their inability to be faithful has nothing to do with you. They cheat because they're weak, insecure, and inadequate. It's that simple. Stay away from relationships that don't help you grow and learn and evolve. Stop trying to fix broken men. It is not your job to play mechanic to an engine that will never work. You have always been more than enough by yourself and for yourself, and you can make it on your own. You are a rare gem. Do not settle for mediocre relationships that require you to feel hurt. Do not give weak men the power to dictate the emotions in your heart. And if you're reading this now, I hope you know that you are appreciated. It is women like you that inspire artists to create. Right now, you are the inspiration for these words. Thank you. Mm. And then one last post. Dear weak, inadequate men who are offended by the content here that encourages women. Ooh, F you. But he says the F-U-C-K word. I just don't want to curse on here. Your opinions and suggestions hold no weight or value. Ooh, we love us some RH sin. But yes, that's the advice I wanted to give. That's a lot of advice. It's a lot. If you need to take notes, you know what? Just go ahead and go on his Instagram like, and save all the posts that I was just reading to you guys. Or whatever fits your needs, what you need to hear, whatever motivation you need. Save it into your saved uh, little folder on Instagram that was very heavy like when I was reading that I was like I have to share that on my podcast because we be forgetting who we are we are queens can you imagine this world without women in it? we are queens and we need to realize that there is always going to be a man willing to treat you better than the man that you are dealing with that's not giving you what you want you feel me it's always going to be somebody willing to go that extra mile so we are not going to settle. We are going to focus on our dreams, our goals, ourselves. We're going to get in shape mentally, physically, and spiritually. And then when it's time for us to get in a relationship, we're going to make sure that that man is a king. He already got his. And a word of advice, if you guys are into reading, please, women, and definitely men, if you're a man listening to this, please read this book. It's called... Um, Y'all, my brain just literally went in a different direction. <laughs> it doesn't want to. Um, the Way of the Superior Man. Read the book. I got hip to it because of Nipsey Hussle. Lauren London gave him the book and he read it. And he was just like, you know, you got to be mentally ready to read that book. You got to be really secure in your relationship to read that book. And it's like, I'm learning so much about the man and how... The man thinks <laughs> it's very important to know how men think. And I'm learning a lot. So again, that book is The Way of the Superior Man by, um. let me get, I think it's like Dean. Hold on. I'm looking it up for y'all. The Way. Okay. Yeah. So the author of this book is David Dita or Data, D-E-I-D-A. Um, I definitely recommend it. So if you're a reader, even if you're not a reader, please read this book. It's so good. Um, but yeah, that's my advice for today's podcast. And I wanted to go ahead and get on Twitter because y'all know I want to do a Twitter segment. I want to go.
go on Twitter and talk to you about a few tweets that kind of stood out to me. They're more than likely going to be either in my liked or something that I retweeted. Um, And one thing that kind of stood out to me is... Let me go, let me go. Um, Sorry, guys, I'm like getting my Twitter together. Um... Okay, so the tweet that really stood out to me is, mm, this is a good one. My girl LaShawn B, that's the LaShawn Brown, she tweeted, you got to treat yourself like the finest diamond there is, and anyone who can't reciprocate, that must go. Know your worth, sis. And that pretty much ties into the advice column that I had, I just spoke about because it's like, you got to know what you're capable of. You got to know that you are a queen. You got to know that you're that woman at the end of the day. Like you got to make sure your confidence is up there before you are, before you allow anybody in your space. Cause if you don't know that, then who else is going to know that? If you don't walk around, you think Beyonce walk around, like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, adequate like I'm not the bad B everyone thinks that I am I mean I'm not you know she got confidence you know just by her demeanor you can just tell off someone's demeanor that they know that they are bad you know what I'm saying like even LeBron like his confidence like LeBron Jay-Z like it's just a certain demeanor that certain people have and it's like unmatched so it's like you gotta know how you want to be treated and you have to treat yourself exactly how you want to be treated so that whoever you allow into your space can definitely reciprocate that and they can really match that or even treat you better than I mean can you can someone treat you better than you treat yourself I don't even know but you got to know like look I set this standard and either you gonna you gonna know you gonna treat me how I want to be treated and match how I treat myself, or you gotta go. Like, can you freaking live up to that standard, or do I gotta X you out? Do I gotta cancel you? And it's no negotiating. I'm not about to negotiate over my happiness and how I should be treated. There is no negotiating. We don't do no negotiating with that. That's non negotiable. You know how people talk about, oh, what's your five non negotiables? That's one of them. That's one of them, for sure. So that's something that stood out to me. Shout out to LaShawn for that. And then another tweet. A praying woman is a powerful woman. That's by Trey Stowe. Shout out to Trey Stowe on Twitter. He says, a praying woman is a powerful woman. You better say that. That is so big. If you have a woman that prays for you, that is unmatched. I feel like I use unmatched like hella times in this podcast, but honestly, that is so underrated. For somebody to say I pray for you, like that's big. That is so big. Like, ooh, this is just a segue into the music stream because this Janae Aiko, y'all know her album came out Chilambo on March 6th. I am obsessed. It speaks to me spiritually. Got my chakras all awake. All awakened. Awokened. <laughs> I'm like all messed up with my words. But this album is amazing. Like it's 
I don't even know. Like, some people can't get with it. Some people can't. Like, somebody tweeted, they was like, I want the brokenhearted uh, Janae back. Big Sean, break her heart. Like, what? Y'all are toxic. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Like, this is a spiritual awakening for real. Like, you got to really be in tune with your spirit to really understand this album, I feel like. Like, don't play with me when it comes to dissecting music because I go from the sounds. I go from the lyrics. I go from literally what I, what I can dance to. Is it relatable? Like, all the songs are relatable to me like trust me y'all don't want me to get deep on this which i am doing a review on my blog so check that out soon on www.livingcozy.com so yeah back to um the tweet a praying woman is a powerful woman i kind of wanted to just touch more on that um i pray for every every person in my life i mean i'm not gonna be like oh i pray for uh trey uh shonda janae teandra like i don't do that like i just literally sum it up put it in one category but if i'm with somebody like i definitely pray for their goals and dreams to be you know to come true and their health their well-being obviously like i pray for all of that and i think that's so important like if a guy tell me i pray for you every night i'm like whoa like what like I will fall in love with you if you say you pray for me like and you be for real about it because it's easy to be like all right I'm gonna pray for you like do you really pray for me like that's big so that was the twitter the little twitter segment I have for today which is you know I said it's a segue into the music stream or the music section I have um and I want to talk about two albums that dropped last month and this month and those are Janae and Kiana Lede. So Janae Aiko dropped her Chilambo. And, you know, he said a praying woman is a powerful woman. So one of my favorites is it's very short. It's pray for you. So I wanted to like play it a little bit. I got it on my computer right here. So I just wanted to play it and let y'all hear it. It really touched my heart for real. So here it is. Sorry, y'all might hear an ad real quick. So let me pause this real quick while it plays. But yeah, if y'all like the album, leave a comment. Let me know what y'all thought. What's your favorite song? Um, do you like this album better than Trip or vice versa? Let me know. Talk to your girl. Here it is. really makes me emotional because it's like dang we not together but I still pray for you like that's a real person like because they could have just xed you out and not thought about you ever again but they still praying for your well-being still praying that you're good 
that's big. Like, so if you find somebody that pray for you, listen, that's something. That's telling you something. All right, so that's one of the songs I like. I also, I really like all the songs, to be honest, but I've had to break it down. I really like this one. Um, I really like um, 10K Hours with Nas. That is one of my favorites. Here it is. I didn't want to play it all, but it's this one part on the song that says, you don't see the urgency that really bothers me. And that hit home because I can be a little bit like, I don't want to say clingy because I'm not a clingy person in a relationship, but I am, how can I say this? I kind of get where Janae coming from, like, and it's not even just so much, it's bigger than just like a relationship like romantic I want to be cuddled up with you like I just need your presence I just need you know contact like I need that because I've lost people not even in a sense of a relationship but I've lost people as far as to illnesses or violence like they are no longer on this earth so it's like do you see the urgency in me wanting to be with you physically do you see that urgency because I just feel like everything is leaving me and I don't want that I want to spend as much time as I can with you and for me it doesn't necessarily have to be physicality like it could be text it could be FaceTime it could be call like just be there you know what I'm saying like you don't see that the problem is that that we think naturally we have time but we'll find anything can happen don't take it for granted Janae Aika so this song really hits home. I really love this song. Um, I also like Lightning and Thunder featuring John Legend. I'm actually going to fast forward because I like when they start harmonizing together. Um, so yeah, it's loading right now. Sorry, is that's an ad. But as that ad plays... Um, yeah, if you haven't listened to this album, please light you some incense, get your chakras together, and listen, please, because this is fire. Uh, let's go ahead and fast forward. Yes. Sorry, y'all. Oh, 
I love them harmonizing together. Like that was everything. I like that one. Um, ah, it's so hard to narrow down the songs that I like on here because I really like them all. Oh my God. Sorry, y'all. Um, let me see what else is on the list. I really, obviously, I liked. Um, I want to make sure I'm not missing nothing. Also, besides the two albums that I want to talk about, I want to talk about these two um, two singles that I like that aren't Janae or um, Kiana Lede. Um, I really like BS by um, Janae and her. I love her. Her is my spirit person. Like, I really love her. All right, I'm about to fast forward to... Uh, Okay, that's another one of my favorites. And then let's also, since we're on her already, I want to um, play a song that literally touches my soul. It makes me want to be in love. And who child, her is such an artist. I I admire her artistry. She is amazing. If you don't listen to her, <laughs> you need to get hit. So this is one of my favorite songs by her. It's called Comfortable. So if you're not hit, I'm about to get you hit real quick. Sorry, it's an ad. Oh, these ads be killing me, y'all. But again, I do apologize about the cursing in the songs. Um, We're all grown here, right? Okay. So, sorry. Here it is. Set the tone when it's just me and you alone And we're lonely in the room Breathe slowly, oh you know me, yeah Meditate, you can take me to a place Where we can be all alone I'll let you hold me, cause you know me, Cause I feel so good 
Okay, sorry y'all. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit <laughs> overboard with these songs, but I just have to share with y'all the music that I listen to. And yes, I have Apple playlists for you guys. I would definitely link it in the description, but it's just I don't know. I just really love these songs. It's another one um by her that I really love. Okay, and this one is her featuring Skip Marley. I love this song. It's called Slow Down. I just love the chemistry between them as well. So if that if if there was ever anything to come out of this relationship-wise, I am totally here for it because they are two amazing artists and I just love the connection in this song and the video. And it's called Slow Down. And here it is. Yes, I love it. I didn't even play y'all her song. Y'all gotta listen to that on y'all own. These, these songs are so fire, y'all. I promise I will not steer you guys wrong. But the video to this is cute too. But again, that was Skip Marley and her called Slow Down. It's actually his song. But now we're gonna move in or move on to Kiana Lede, who just dropped on her birthday. I love her. Like her music really touches my soul for real. Um, so this is Kiana Lede's Second Chances featuring Black. I'm fucking real with my heart up on my sleeve. Fuck the back and forth. If I leave it, I'ma leave. I'ma have you beg and have you plead on your knees. Thank you on a please. If you leave me, I won't sleep. Now you're feeling guilty, let your conscience. Can't you tell the bitches fed up with your nonsense? Thought we made a pact, so why you fucking with your promise? If I walk away from you, then boy, you better be cautious. No more second chances, chances. No more second chances, chances. Always trying to take advantage, advantage. I can't give you no more chances, chances. So I'd rather walk away. Yes, that is one of my favorite songs about her featuring Black. That's my guy. But she she makes really good music. Like I love her music. It's really empowering empowering as well as like it's a way to vent too as a woman. So I definitely recommend you guys listen to her album. Another song, let's go with let's go with this song Crazy. This is my song. I'm 
gonna I'm gonna fast forward guys. Ladies, you have to get hip to Kiana Lede. You have to. Her her album, her debut album is called Kiki. Listen to it. I'm trying to tell y'all. Like the first song you listen to called Cancel, that little intro is going to be like, all right, I'm tuned in because <laughs> she say a lot of the things that we want to say. Let me let me play y'all cancel real quick. I am a single queen. You know the fucking vibes? Fuck men these days. Fuck them all. They will hurt everyone's feelings and fuck them all. <laughs> Yes, you know the vibes. Again, I apologize about the cursing. I, I'm not too quick to do the um, clean version. I wanted to hurry up and get it out. And that was the first version that I saw. So apologies about the cursing if I have younger viewers. Again, if I don't, we're all grown here. Um, but yes, please listen to, if I could play y'all every single song on here, I definitely will. We could just have a jam session. However, I'm not going to do that. Make sure you guys go check out Janae's album. If you haven't listened to it, it's called Chalambo. Make sure you listen to Kiana Lede's album. It's called, I was going to say it's called Canceled. It's called Kiki. So good. Make sure you guys listen to the two singles I just showed you guys. That's her comfortable. And then Skip Marley featuring her slow down. So that concludes the music segment. I hope I put you guys onto some really good music. I hope that you enjoy it. If you guys love the music that I put you on to, give this, I was going to say give this video a thumbs up. I'm so used to YouTube. <laughs> Just rate this a five star rating and leave a comment. Let your girl know some of the music that you're listening to that you think I would be interested in. I'm definitely down to listen to whatever genre. I'm pretty open to it. I really hope that you guys enjoy this podcast. Let's get social a little bit. You guys can follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy J. You guys can follow me on Twitter at underscore Brandy J underscore. Um, uh, Snapchat Brandy J4. And my personal website is www.livincozy. That's living cozy. L-I-V-I-N-C-O-Z-Y dot com. And yeah, if you guys want to email me some topics or any advice that you want me to give you that I feel like I can give you, go ahead and email me at 
livingcozymail at gmail.com. That's L-I-V-I-N-C-O-Z-Y-M-A-I-L at gmail.com. I love you guys so much. Thank you for thank you for listening all the way through. You a real one. You the MVP. You the GOAT. You is real, baby. You real. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you guys, or not see, but I will <laughs> talk to you guys next week. I love you and stay safe out here. Stay prayed up and I will see. Why do I keep saying see? I want to see you guys so bad. (laughs) I will talk to you guys later. Bye.